All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, it is Rachel Feldman. I'm already smiling because my good friend Susie is going to be breaking down what it takes to take your business online. What it takes to take your business online. Is that me saying it properly? We're kicking off this episode in real behind the scenes. <laughs> so Susie, tell everyone a little about yourself and why you are the woman that I asked to deep dive into this topic. I'm Susie Bills. I am the owner of Virtual RX. We're an agency that started doing primarily social media for coaches. I've known Rachel for many years. Um, How many has it been? I think it's been about five, maybe even six. So it's been a while. And so I started doing social media for my own self and my network marketing company that I had been a part of. And as I was doing things and kind of learning marketing and attraction marketing, um, and these ways to show up online to attract your ideal clients, my company that I was with started asking me if I could do trainings for people because they liked what I was doing. So that's kind of how I dip my toes in the social media marketing world. And then from there, just grew that business and was able to provide content and graphics and all of that for people so that they could focus more on what they are great at, which is coaching, right? Serving their people and all of that. And then pretty quickly realized that coaches and basically all online businesses needed other things, right? What else in the operations of an online business, there's so much to it than just showing up and being a coach, right? So email market, just all these other pieces, people were asking, could we help like them? That, like the tech part, like opt-in free all the, email marketing, all the all stuff that, that gets everyone stuck, correct? Exactly. Because, you know, if you're a coach and you love to coach, that's what you're passionate about, right? That you want to help people, you want to talk to people, but trying to set up your calendar or even, you know, your emails or just any of that tech. Or connect to Stripe or <sighs> PayPal or anything like that. Right? It's like, it could take days, right? And for yeah. many people, they just get overwhelmed. And it's that overwhelm piece that we're able to come in and just take off your plate. And then you get to have more time to do what you love to do and what you're good at. So, you know yeah. what I would say? is one of the big things I see is when we're overwhelmed, our energy just goes into that like low vibration. We're so annoyed. We're so tired. You and I were talking even before we started recording. It's like double dare you to go into Canva and create (laughs) stunning covers and really time. How long does it take you? Right. Be cognizant of your time when you're actually doing that. How much time is it taking away from that we need to be able to show up? Because when you write, when you show up, you have to be all there for your clients, right? That's part of the reason that they are attracted to you. So yes, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you've got all your crap over here that isn't done, right? And you're feeling (laughs) that, 
is definitely going to transfer over to just how you show up for your clients. And overwhelm, I mean, we all know social media, right? We love social media. We need to do it. It's amazing, but it can take a lot of time and you can get stuck in the creating the graphics. Not that you can't do it and you might like to do it, but is that the best use of your time, right? Well, so, and that dives yeah. right into what I would love to ask you about social media. It's as you said, we all love it. We all need it. It can feel overwhelming. What for coaches, because you specifically work with coaches, what is something that a coach should be doing right now? And if that coach feels overwhelmed, what are some of your tips? So what should they be focusing on? The first thing, right? The foundational piece is your niche, right? So you really have to have clarity around that. Because that's where all marketing starts from, right? Yeah, I'm sure you people have heard the saying, like, if you speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one, right? So you really need to spend some time getting that figured out. I know Rachel has a ton of videos on that. And then I also like to talk about like the two, maybe three, but definitely two platforms that you want to master, that you want to be on, that you want to be known for, where people know to go find you, right? Like for Rachel, I always know you as Facebook and Instagram. Those have just always been where I can find Rachel. And she's mastered those. So instead of spreading yourself too thin and thinking you need to be everywhere and do every single thing on each platform, right? Let's pick and grow and expand and get you really solid in two. Just to step right in, how do you help your clients pick those platforms? Because I think that's a huge thing that I see, especially when it comes to age demographics. So it's interesting. There's two ways. So if you are looking to attract, you know, 20 year olds, right? You want to help like some millennials, right? We're probably going to spend some time on Instagram. Right, because that's more of the age demographic. Although I did hear a statistic yesterday that the average age and the average disposable income on Instagram is growing and growing. So people, older people that have more money are also flocking to Instagram, right? That used to be more of the younger demographic, but now I think it's really for anybody. So that, of course, we want to find out who are you trying to attract and where do they hang out the most? So that's the one side. The other side is where do you like to hang out? Because if you don't like the platform that you're on, and if you're like, oh, I have to go to Clubhouse or whatever it is, and you're not with it, right? And your energy, like we were just talking about, isn't into it, it's going to flop, right? So you'll be putting time and effort into it, and you're not going to be getting the return that you're hoping for. So those are kind of the two, but I mean, the most important is where do you like to spend your time? Because you are going to have to spend some time, even if you hire somebody to do your social media for you, that's another misconception is that you don't then need to show up. Yeah, you still do right in person. You need to show up and do things. Yeah, those are the two. And it's usually really easy. (laughs) Like if I was to talk to you, right, we know that where you like to hang out pretty much, right? So that seems to be how people can show up with their best energy if they're enjoying where they are. And then what would you say? Because there are tons of different platforms and everyone thrives on different platforms. I love what you just said about that. It's like, where do you love hanging out? What do you find yourself going to and really looking at where your ideal client hangs out? Right. I would say TikTok kind of falls into some of what Instagram is doing yeah. um, as far as clearly video. But yes. what would you say if we were to take Instagram? What is really trending on Instagram for a coach to be focusing on? 
while I'm sure if anybody has spent any time on Instagram in the last couple of months, they're not going to be shocked when I say reels, right? Surprise. There's a misconception that you have to dance and sing and be super gregarious, right? And outgoing to do reels. And you really don't. There are ways to do it that are more, you know, information sharing and curiosity provoking and, you know, making connections with people and having interaction. So there's definitely strategy that goes into reels or TikTok videos. Not that everybody's using a strategy. There's a lot of people to show up and dance, right. and sing, which that they're good at. When we put a strategy behind it, and then we are able to build on that strategy and give it kind of a long-term purpose, right? You don't just want to show up just to show up. Like we have a purpose in mind. We want to connect with people and eventually monetize and sell to them. And there is a process for that, that is not just showing up randomly here and there. That that's not right. So that being said, stories are still amazing. Stories are a great way to be able to, you know, you're doing the same thing, but they're just a little bit less, I think for people a little bit less, maybe scary, um, because <laughs> they can just be even a lot more like still pictures. And then you can put, well, and I know. think what I love is Instagram added that link. So you don't even need a swipe up for 10 for someone to be able to click on a link, which I feel right. Just makes the playing field really even for everyone. Because that link has never really been a thing, right? You could have one link in your bio and even in your content, you have never been able to have a link. But even before that, because we all know that like most people don't see you once and click on your link and go buy stuff. Like that's just not how it works. I mean, it can occasionally, but that's like Christmas or something. It doesn't usually work. (laughs) So building that relationship prior is really important. Then when they see your link, it's almost like they're thinking, oh, where's that link? And then it's there, right? It's part of the sales conversation and flow and journey versus a lot of people, you know, just think I can just spam people with my link and people are going to buy. And we all know that is not how it works. And for you with your clients, because I think you definitely just touched on if that person's scared to do reels, what can be there? What are some other kind of strategies? When somebody is of course, picking maybe Facebook as their other option. Do you have your clients do the stories on Instagram, save them, take them over to Facebook? What is the best saving time tip if you're using those two platforms? Yes. So repurposing, right? The most amazing thing ever is repurposing. Make the content once and then let's share on whatever platforms that we're spending our time on And however it can be used, you know, each platform's a little bit different. What you put on LinkedIn is going to be very different than what you put on Instagram. Same piece of content, but just kind of served up differently, right? So we just, you know, what I like to do the best is have the Facebook business page and the Instagram business account, right? If those are connected, then we can post on Instagram and it will automatically share on Facebook. And then you can do that personal profile to personal Instagram too. So why not do that, right? Why not keep it simple so you're not, because we're talking about all these things on the plate to get the online business built. Why not be really smart? I know my trick is I'll do... I, of course, had to pick up my phone while I'm talking about this. <laughs> Talk it through. I'll do an Instagram story, and I will have it set for a safe feature. And then I'll go and put that right on my personal profile for Facebook, as long as it makes sense. Exactly. If it doesn't make sense, I'll take that extra time and do a few stories on right. Facebook. Right. And stories, you know, are where people get to know you a little bit like behind the scenes more. Right. So like our content is great. And it's, you know, especially if you are educating someone on something and, you know, providing value and in your stories, of course, you can do that. But it's also just a little more cash. Right. Like 
It might be, you know, while you're working out or whatever it is. It just gives people another place to connect with you on just a personal level, like your friends, right? That is what this is all about, is connecting with the right people. And I think a lot of people do get worried about, you know, if I say this, what will people think, right? And my tip on that is if you just show up as yourself, yes, some people will go away, but those are the people that should go away. And I think if we're talking online business, I always hear people say, well, I don't want to post on my personal page on Facebook. And I always say, you're not selling on your personal page, but that is part of your brand and who you are. So if you're scared to do that, How are you going to build an online business? Your business is a big part of your life. So obviously you don't want to be on there spamming people all the time and only talking about your business. I mean, you want to show that to people, right? Make that connection. Huge people. I get that question all the time as well. It's like, well, I don't want to bug like my family members and, you know, and it's like, again, we think that people are spending way more time thinking about us than they are. (laughs) And I even think, you know, some of my first clients, it wasn't that I came out and was like, sign up for a call, which I see sometimes on personal pages. And I'm like, please. But I just started talking about the problem, the solution, the problem, the solution, what I was going through with autoimmune food allergies, undiagnosed, whatever the hell was going on. My kids, I just started to talk about it and people would contact me. Some of the kids that I went to high school with, swam on swim teams with, I mean, people that I never thought would be clients of mine. Right. Isn't that interesting? And because you were going through the people that connected with that reached out, right? And the people that did were like, what is she even talking about? They went away, which is great. They were just like, way to go. Awesome. So happy you're living the dream. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Let's even talk before we close out on the social media. Let's even talk about LinkedIn. You had said LinkedIn has definitely a different vibe for those people who are, would you say LinkedIn is searching for corporate people in the office space? Well, LinkedIn has changed. Oh, you know, they all change all the time, right? But LinkedIn has definitely changed over in the last few years. So it was, you know, especially way back, it was like, you just put up your resume. And it was almost right. like weird. Nobody, people would always say, I have LinkedIn, but I don't know what to do, right? You know, so now it's super interactive and there are a lot of coaches on their business coaches, life coaches, health coaches. You can do live events. One of the things that's interesting is if you want to broadcast live on LinkedIn, you do have to go through an application process and they need to approve you, wow. which is interesting because they don't want to see pictures of your food. You know, they're still trying to keep it. It's a professional right. platform, right? So it is a great place to connect professionals. Like if you're saying corporate, right? There are, it's mostly corporate people who are stressed out, who are kind of high stress, right? They're, they're high, go, go, stress, go, go. high performance, go, go, go. High performance. That's, that's the word. Yes. And so anything that is a little different to that, like if you're posting content about how to reduce stress, right? Or how to change your mind. Mindset is a big area, right? Where we can all need a little help in, but <laughs> sometimes <laughs> with that, yeah, and that, corp, that kind of corporate structure, the people that are in that, that isn't something that's talked about a lot, right? It's, it's very different, right? The corporate professional C-suite, all of that, they're not usually talking about mindset so much, right? So when you show up and talk about things like that, it does stand out. I have many clients actually that are life coaches that are on LinkedIn and do really, really well. And we're able to do their live events on LinkedIn. And one of the beautiful things about LinkedIn is it invites people for you. And then it keeps track of who RSVP'd. And then at the end, you can download their emails and then you can do a follow-up email. 
Wow, so I didn't even know that. Lead generation on LinkedIn is outstanding. And I still think even though there's lots of coaches on there, it's still an untapped platform for coaches. That's such a gem for somebody to know because to be able to do lead gen and have it in that way organically is a game changer, which wow. leads us to lead generation or yes. some people call email marketing, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. depends, or opt-in freebies. So let's talk about this second core element. You have your lead generation, opt-in freebie, yes. otherwise known as list building. Right. Can you even right. talk about just what are some key essentials for that that often get missed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, we're going to start with your niche, right? Because you want to know who you're speaking to. But building that email list, I mean, I think we can all remember, was it last week or the week before when Facebook shut down and Instagram? Yeah. Like, If you have built your business on that and you don't have any other way to keep track or be connected with the people that you're usually interacting with, even if you have a really great group on Facebook or something, that can be a little scary if that's where you're generating your income from and creating. So creating that email list and always, always trying to funnel people into that because then you own that list, you can nurture that list, you can market yep. to them, right? I mean, it's so important that it's so important and it's so overlooked in a lot of online businesses or businesses in general because there is the automation part that has to happen. So first you have to create something that you're going to share with people as a freebie. What do you generally suggest when people come to you because you're looking at the whole big picture? How many freebies do you usually have your clients have? And freebies, of course, in different formats. It could be a masterclass. It could be a challenge. It could be a your checklist, right? Like yeah, a checklist, exactly. Yes. Video stories. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that we love is doing a self-assessment. So it's like a checklist or a quiz, but really at the end, the person has like self-assessed that they need what you're talking about. And it's nice and short, right? It's just like a checklist. So love that. But also, you know, depending on what your help, what your transformation is that you provide people, right? When they work right. with you. We want to give them a little taste of that. We want to give them a little taste of working with you. So maybe you have weight loss is something you focus on and then, you know, getting off sugar and then maybe hormones. Hormones. I was just kidding. (laughs) We're thinking alike. So having those set up because everybody is coming when they land on your social media, they're thinking, can this person solve my problem? I love that you shared that because I talk about that all the time. Like you have to have your freebies match what you're saying, the problems you can solve. So it gives them a little sneak peek into what that would be like to work with you. Right. And they want more, right? They're like, oh, I better reach out or what else are they they having? Let me go check them out on social media, right? Or what have you. So So we have a freebie and then you were saying the nurture sequence. Right. And for people that maybe are listening that don't quite know what that is, right? So somebody opts in for your freebie, your checklist, and then they're in your email software that we have set up. And then we have three to five emails that we call like an indoctrination or something like that, nurture. That is, you're, you're just sharing a little bit about what you can do for them, providing value. It's just like if you met somebody at a networking event, you don't just walk up and say, here, buy this. You have a conversation, right? And you try to figure out how you can help them. That's kind of the same thing with the email. I always like to also have the emails say like, you know, reply to this email. If you like try to get some interaction with the email as well. Try not just to have book a session, book a session, but just say reply. Hey, reply. You want to talk right now. Right. Or, you know, like if you're giving tips, let's say on energy, and then you can say, you know what daily routines or daily rituals do you use for energy? Like anything just to get some 
again, a conversation going. So, and then after those three to five emails that are, you know, one is the like, thank you for joining. Here is your download. And then the next one, you can, again, share a little bit about you, share how you help them, maybe a little bit about your story, but always focusing on what you can do for them. Right. And the PS at the bottom is like, by the way, if you'd like to talk further, here's a link to schedule this strategy. And then after that, then we want to set up like the nurture secret, like the ongoing emails, right. That we all get from people. The email marketing, the email marketing, but all done in automation. So once a copy is written, the emails are written, then we can just go ahead and set it up in automation. And it it is literally set it. And so that's something uh, that I love that you just said, because there are so many overwhelming pieces. I mean, we've talked not just about opt-in freebies and list building, which everyone talks about, but we've talked about nurture sequence, indoctrination, email marketing. And I love that it's like, set it up, set it up, do it once, do it right, instead of having it constantly be the leak in your business. That is the leak in your funnel, but the leak in your business. And always on your to-do list, right? It's like always on your to-do list and it never gets done. So yes, definitely. And so I would say, you know, if you're just starting out, we start with one, right? But as we're working together a little longer, as you're growing, let's, you know, maybe three is a great number, right? Talk about those like different pillars in your coaching business that you focus on have one for each because everybody comes in, right? That is solid gold. I'm just going to, guys, I want you to listen to that again because when you can actually focus on those areas, if you're like, I help women lose weight, then you're tying it to sugar. Then you're tying it to hormones. All of a sudden people are like, oh, wow, this is their system. They're automatically saying, well, this is their method and their approach. That's why they're so different from this other weight loss coach or this other hormone coach. And also, I think when people come to us sometimes or to a coach, they think I want to lose weight. They don't know all the pieces to losing weight. If you have a hormone, right? Like they're not thinking I need a hormone. I mean, they might be, but if they're thinking about weight loss, they're not thinking probably about their hormones or maybe that they're addicted to sugar, right? So you could have one on gut because maybe they're not even thinking that weight loss and gut have anything to do with each other, right? So Susie, should we just do a whole nother episode on just mind mapping people's funnels? I love it. Yes, I love it. (laughs) And you know, it's so great to talk to you because we geek out on this stuff. It's fun. But I think what's also great about what we're just doing right now is this is how you get clear on your niche. This is how you get clear on those pillars. And those pillars are what you said. It's really your system and your process. If you're like, I help women to lose weight through, you know, getting off sugar, hormones, and improving their digestive health. It's like, show me the money then on these three things constantly when you are talking on your social media, when you're in your email marketing, your nurture sequence, like really set yourself apart from every other coach who's talking weight loss and the same as for any other niche. Right. Exactly. Because you become that expert, right? On those topics. So anybody in your vicinity where they see you, it's Instagram or wherever, right? If they're looking for that solution, then you are like super clear and showing up as the expert because you're focusing on those. So that's why, again, that whole niche and getting your pillar straight. I mean, that is the foundation of that's the money maker. Because I think that's also where we get the confidence as coaches to stand out and be different from everyone else. And I don't think everyone gets that right away. I think we focus on niche and we miss that second element, which is so important to the hot hook 
to all the information that we usually say in the beginning of a video. It's like, this is how I help people. And then most importantly, choosing the programs that really showcase what we do. Right. And, you know, for everybody listening, I'm sure most of them know your programs, but I just want to say that with my clients, we use Rachel's programs. They are amazing. And if you're looking to save time oh. in writing and just all of it, the beautiful recipes, just it's so there's so much time and money to be saved by using Rachel's programs. And that's what we're all looking for, right? We want to save time and we want to make yeah. money. <laughs> so. Well, and I think the same goes in why you created this virtual assistant services. It's like you get to a point where you're a business owner where it's so frustrating. Right. And some people can't push through. It's not that they are not strong. It's just that it's really the tech part or the logistics or the strategy right. is just depleting the hell out of them. Right, right. And what I also find is that people can do it for a while, all, everything on their own, right? Like when you're starting kind of bootstrapping and doing that. And then there becomes a point where you're the bottleneck of every single process in your business. And then and you'll hit a plateau and you cannot grow an empire, we'll call it. You can, you just do it on adrenal fatigue. If you're right. a person like me who <laughs> pushes themselves and can do it, but I wouldn't recommend that. And I would right. say most people right. can't do that. And it's not have a life too. Right. right. It's yes. not, if you're already the kind of high performance person in life in general, <laughs> A type personality, there's going to be, of course, some level of that. But to build, right a business that can be sustainable. I mean, when I look at you and I both in business, I'm like, wow, 12 years strong. I've had it, no, 11 and a half years strong. I've been in the online space in a business. So there were some ups and downs with that adrenal stuff, but I yeah. think every business owner does. And I think that's why for health coaches, especially and wellness coaches, we need to always make sure that we're having that little check-in with ourselves. Right, right. Yeah. And also because you're helping so many other people and you have to bring your energy for them sometimes, yeah. right? Or a lot of the yeah. time because they're looking to you <laughs> for, so to, for to close this out, what are your favorite? And I don't, because I don't want to get into a tech and platform, but what are your favorite platforms that you work on as far as email marketing? So for email marketing, you know, the, the tried and true, I guess, or the, the, the one that's been around for a long time, MailChimp. I love MailChimp, you know, pretty easy to use. They give a lot of ways to use it. And there's also a really good free version that people can use for a long time before they ever even have to pay. A little more advanced would be like an active campaign or something like that, which is great too, when you want to get into really being able to segment your audience. Right. And, and then let's see, I, we use for social media scheduling. So once the content is created, we use a software called Sendable which is very user-friendly. And again, if it's just for I you, it's like, I think it's $19 a month. It's very affordable. And then you can pre-schedule all of your content. Love that. These are the two areas that everyone gets yeah. to pick up on. <laughs> right. And then of course, Canva, right? Is the oh. If you want to look good, right? Make your... Now, that being said, I can spend like three hours on one graphic. So I don't let myself go into Canva. I have my team members do it. <laughs> but and it's not, it doesn't even turn out that great when I do it. So, and guys, we'll just to say this, I have so many coaches who say, 
why am I getting charged for these photos? And I say, you have the free version on Canva. Please go pro for $12.95. Please go pro and get access to all those gorgeous stock photos. And they're they're templates, right? I mean, they're gorgeous. Yeah. So those are my three go-tos. Okay. Um, And then I usually, if I'm working with a new client, those are like the first ones that we'll start with. Girlfriend, let's get on these top three. And then let's move into building your empire. Oh, and the other thing that's amazing and great is to also have a free a scheduler for your calendar. So people can yeah. book in the call and it, and it goes right to your calendar. I use Acuity. So they have a free version and then they have a, the next level is like $15 a month. Then of course, Zoom. We all know Zoom. Yes. <laughs> and then we could go on to say StreamYard. I right, mean, right. we could but just um, keep going. <laughs> right, right. But let's, you know, always starting with like spending the least amount of money yeah. using those softwares that really are going to help you free up the most and amount of time at first. the start of your business, mm-hmm. even as you're growing. So right. can you tell everyone, this was such an amazing packed episode. Can you tell everyone where to find you? And I also have a freebie that I'll share. Um, I, oh, yeah. I can give you a link. Um, it's 28 tasks you can outsource in your, your coaching business, like right away. And it just gives you an idea. It's broken down into categories like marketing. What can you outsource? Right. So there's, it's just can get your wheels turning and then the amount of time it would save you. So it'll oh. give you an idea. So I'll share that with you. But my website is the virtualrxagency.com. Lots of information on there. And then also you can always fill out the application for a consultation that's on there as well. And thank you, Rachel. I love chatting with you and catching up to share, yeah, with your with your audience and then also the pillow behind you. But most people probably <laughs> <laughs> and then FYI, guys, we'll close this out. That pillow behind me, which says fuck perfect. It's been in my office, I think, for five years. You can get that at society6.com. There you go. (laughs) Everyone needs that pillow in their office. (laughs) All right, guys, it's been a pleasure. Susie, thank you so much. Thank you, Rachel. You just had a plethora of information that was so helpful for us. Great. At any stage. All right, guys, we will see you later. Make sure to check out Susie and her work. And of course, fill out that application if you want to hire her. All right, guys, we will see you on the next episode. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you Bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.